Are you ready to get raw and real? Hello, everyone. I'm Dr. Lisa Cooney, and I am passionate about helping people move beyond their trauma and create the life they desire. When I say they, I mean you. Every Wednesday, I'm here to talk about how to tackle what is holding you back from living your best life. I know from treating thousands and thousands of clients around the globe that the combination of my classic training coupled with innovative techniques and tools that I describe as the ROAR method will help you thrive after abuse and live radically alive. I've shared many of these techniques in my books, including my latest title, Creating After Abuse. But more than anything, I changed my own life. So what I write about is what I chose and what I did, and it works. And I seriously and deeply and heartfeltfully want that for you. Now, let's get going with today's topic. All right, this is rise up and work, baby. Oh, come on. Let's reframe the word work. Work, business, doing, creating, generating, that's all fun energy. Rise up and work, all right? Now, you you feel a little bit of the energy, and it's not just because I'm doing a podcast. When I was a kid, I would sit in the basement of my house with my father and had those big desks, and I had the desk with the adding machine, the the green ledger paper pencils, you know, for he was in real estate. One of the things that I did was tally out the rents and add and subtract and keep track of some things. Sometimes, not all the times. And it was really, really fun for me because I would rise up and get so excited to have the fresh new pencils and get them all sharp with the erasers. I know who uses a pencil anymore. I know, I know, kind of tells you about me. And then the adding machines, that's the noise that I remember. Just press the buttons. Now I know we have computers and you just tap it <laughs> um, with the paper, remember? And just each name of the apartment buildings. And then he would be on the other side of the room on the phone, you know, wheeling and dealing, old school, like the handshake, right? Not so much contract back then. And there was always like this buzz in my body and in the basement, in the office and with him, but it was all about business. And I would just, every muscle, ligament, cell, tendon, organ, and system in my body was like, yeah, business is cool. Working is cool. I can't wait to work. I can't wait to work because part of the love of it was the work and the creativity and making something happen. And part of the love of it was the financial remuneration, the return on investment, the at the time, the change that I got so I could play Donkey Kong and Mrs. Mrs. Pac-Man down the street at the candy store and the dollar bills that I would save back at the time in what was called a Christmas club and just having money and my own, you know, free will to spend it. And I loved it. And I loved money and I loved working. And it made so much sense to me. A lot of people don't have that energy from what I've learned and talking to people over the last 30 years, that doesn't make me special. It's just different. And who knows whether or not you, you may not have it now. If I talk to you about that energy about work, but maybe you were never, it was never cultivated. Maybe you didn't have the experience like I'm talking about with my father. And maybe you had something completely different. You know, I meet all sorts of people 
who are way bigger and better than me in business and who are, you know, doing their own thing in their own way and have no idea what I'm talking about when I talk about the joy of creating, right? And working. I actually love to work, but I don't see it as something I have to do. I see it as something I'm contributing and as a part of my, if you will, what I'm here to do on this planet with people, with places, with circumstances, with events, and how I contribute to that. Work, 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 work. What is it for you? Write something down, say it out loud. You know, is there a lightness, expansive, generous generation energy, like a vibration, electricity, or is it kind of like, you know, a lump in your gut? There's a lump in your gut. We got, we got something to talk about. If it's generating and creating and buzzing, well, we can still find something to talk about and make it even better. And yes, that's, that's what I'm looking for. In your own way, and you start where you are. The whole target, if I had one of, of this particular show, is to maybe have work stop sucking for you and introduce you one degree shift to an energy of the excitement and adventure of generating and creating from you and from the source of you because it has heart and meaning to you, because it brings you joy, because it's fun for you. Like the work in the house. I'm not a plumber. I'm not an electrician. I'm not, I can do things and get things done. I call myself sometimes, okay, I'm putting my Bob the Builder hat on. <laughs> but that's like a powered screwdriver or something like that, or a hammer, you know? But fixing something like electrical wiring or something with the pool equipment, that I'm more about the organizer and, you know, task manager and the coordinator and the operations director and somebody else does it, okay? But that's exciting for me. That's work. That's exciting. Many of us feel entitled where we just wish that life would just give us what we want so we didn't have to work. If you're in that space, you may be someone who hasn't been introduced to the joy of living and being from your heart's desire, of using your brain and your capacities in a way that outcreates you and excites you and mesmerizes you, and you just feel good being you. And then, you know, all those things you say to yourself or could say to yourself about, not doing enough or being stupid or lazy or don't have any gifts, you'll see that they're just your mind convincing you to not go the next level. Now, some of you out there I know are just like big, big, big creators, businesses and accomplished your dreams financially included by the time that you were 50. Congratulations. If that sometimes 40, congratulations. And you have that, that innate drive, right? And I was born with that innate drive. All of us were born with an innate drive. However, if that innate drive isn't cultivated, supported, um, honored, respected, even challenged, then we go to this zombie brain space of just nothingness and everything becomes boring and dull because somehow some part of you shut off and then work, which is exciting and mesmerizing and engaging and sometimes frustrating and um, annoying. I get it. But 
in my experience, everything that's been frustrating and annoying in business has always been a lesson to myself where, and in my business that says you're going the wrong way and wrong doesn't mean you're wrong. It means like try a different solution, open your mind, call in somebody else, do something else, um, get some more information, reach out in a different level than you haven't reached out. And there's also this thing with a drive. Some of you are like, well, I don't have a drive. I don't have a purpose. It doesn't mean you have to have a purpose. I don't know. I could never have told you in my 30 year just career or even in my personal life with what I'm investing in and doing today with my family and my personal life as well as business that it would look the way that it looks today. It has the qualities of what I uh, desire to achieve, attain, create. But I could never have said this is the way it was going to look. And I'm so grateful because that's how gratitude works. It never shows up the way you think it will. You just, it just will. If you keep doing what? Choosing for you and discovering what works for you. Yes, I said choosing for you and discovering what works for you. And yes, that does mean a balance, if you will, of the doing and the being, you know, Sometimes people are like, oh, this takes too much work. It takes too much work. Well, I said that about my dissertation, but I did get it done. I said that about every licensing exam that I took, but I did get it done. I said that about the project of taking on this multi-acre property that was completely dilapidated. And it is, was so gorgeous that I knew we could do something to, us, to this. And it was our home and we were called here to do something. I didn't know how. But we're well on our way after, you know, almost moving into a year and a half. We've accomplished more than I could have ever dreamed possible. And you've done that probably just in general in your life where you've been in a job and you've hit your stride or you've hit where it's not like you're not growing, you're stretching and you're just kind of bored. And yes, it's great to have the paycheck come in, but you want more out of life, but you don't know where to go. The the going is actually going in to be like, okay, I achieved this. It's been great for me, but I want to do something else. I don't know what it is, but I'm going to actively attempt to find what it is and take a one degree shift of action every single day to find out now who I am, what I am, and what I want to be and do in the world, be and do in the world. And it's about taking action. I have no particular answer to why I feel so excited. I just have a sense. I have an energetic sense that so many of us on the inside are percolating with newness. Rise Up and Roar is like, what is the you that's always been inside of you that is ready to just be unleashed? And as you unleash you, there's this authenticity, this genuineness, this passion, this aliveness this no fearness it's kind of like a potency it's an energy of vibration a frequency of i'm rising up and roaring and doing everything different than i did before because what i did before is no longer now and it didn't work not the way that i know i can and that i am rise up and roar is the i am that you are now check it out at www.1degreeshiftacademy.com forward slash rise dash up i'm doing this rise up and work is about taking action you are at a we are all at a pivotal time in our world where taking action about work 
is the greatest capacity and availability right now for what has heart and meaning for you. What you can tolerate no longer is part of your creative magnitude. What it is, is like, what can I get behind and believe in and brings me joy and I can make money and I can be free and I can be happy and I can have time off and I can have wellness and self-care and, and, and you see all those ends. It's not just about uh, being a massage therapist and doing massage. It's about self-care and client care, revenue and professionalism, vacation and personal growth, um, professional growth and, you know, fun and travel and creating and th those sorts of things. It's different now. So begin to believe, actually begin to receive the possibility of rising up and work can really take you to a whole different level with regards to employment, professional, financial wellness. So how can you shift your view of work? First of all, I don't call what I do work. The reality calls it work, but what I call is a labor of love, let's say. Or um, I know that I'm, you know, doing what I'm supposed to do with people every single day. And I guide the business and my teammates in the business guide the business with me to keep doing that and expanding that and expanding that and expanding that. So sometimes it's about letting go of the people that work with you that don't match the energy anymore. And sometimes it's about adding people to the energy that is working for you in the business because you've changed and the business has changed. Sometimes it's about that. When work becomes work, it might be about the people you're working with. When work becomes work, it might be that you're actually done with the job you're doing. When work becomes work, you might be bored and need some sort of creativity. When I was writing my books, I had such a block about it each time. And even after the first book, I still had a block. It's not good. It's not good. It's not good. Well, I got it done. And it's good. <laughs> People keep, and I wanted to be great. And the first one was great. And the second one was great. And the third one was even greater than great. And I'm going to keep going. And I have a couple of more. And I say, inshallah, God willing, it will be even greater than great. And I'll keep creating, reframing, change the way you look at things, the way you look at things change. Remember, you might not be able to change what happened or what is today, but you can change one second from this moment, 10 minutes from this moment, tomorrow the next day and the next year and have targets and put your rockets of desires forward by starting with a change in your attitude. If you visualize it, if you desire it, you are putting that energy forward. That doesn't mean it's going to come to you because you just said, oh, I visualize, you know, publishing a book in the New York Times. No, you have to do what you need to do to get there. Some people are like, well, I don't even know what that would take to do what I need to get there. Nobody knows what it takes to get to the New York Times. Sometimes it's just people, places, opportunity, great timing, introductions, and people who you know, and blah, 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 blah. Sometimes it's exceptional content that just is the doorways open for receiving the manuscript. We're talking about book. Sometime, books. Sometimes it's, you know, a mix of chemistry of all those things, and it just occurs. And sometimes it's just destiny. What is for you will be for you. And what I mean by that is, 
what's already inscribed, let's say for you is it can't be taken away from you. You just got to get there. And how do you get there? By taking a one degree shift every day, changing your attitude about work, being gratitude about what you're doing, asking the tough questions about if you're happy and what would make you happy if you're not happy, and then start taking action steps. Maybe go back to school, maybe work with a coach, maybe, um, you know, apply for that different job in a different company. Maybe, you know, go back somewhere that you knew was a possibility that you never checked out. And even if it doesn't work out, at least you checked it out and now it's out of your energetic field. Also, if there are people, places, circumstances, and events that are frustrating you in your current work and you can't quite move past them, switch gears, pivot, work on something else, get the focus and the pressure off of that particular task. And by working on something else and keeping yourself busy over there by creating, not just busy work, procrastinating, but creating, moving towards something, maybe handling your bills or making a spreadsheet about something or contacting someone about something that you, a product you want to increase or have in your business, that space on something else and not on what you were forcing to get done where there was a block will open up the solution and the possibility so that next time you come toward that task, let's say, there'll be more energy and more joy and more excitement and you can do it. Even if you're in something with work that you don't wish to be and do, like sometimes when I see my schedule, it's not very often, but sometimes I can perceive the energy of, you know, the whole day. And if there's a back to back to back to back to back to back today, which is very much possible on my schedule. And I love that. If for some reason, I particularly feel like there's like, I feel like there's no space or space is closing in on me. Well, what is that? It's an, it's a feeling and it's an energy and where it's coming from. Well, I make it mine by saying, oh, I have no space. But the reality is it could be the energy of the clients that I haven't dealt with already giving me an awareness about what's going on. And if I make that mine, then I'm going to make a story out of it that's going to make me feel very, very heavy and not want to go to work. So I have to catch myself and be like, oh, okay, someone's going to come in with some heaviness about, whoa, they're just tired or work is draining them. And I'm going to be ready to present what, what I do to them to make space for what they want to change in their life. So that's how I put passion into my work. No matter what the job is and no matter the big picture, I focus on the possibility, no matter the feelings, no matter what my mind tells me, this is what I'm signed up to do today. How can I make it the best day ever? And you just put the first 10 seconds, the first one degree shift, I mean, first 10 seconds, first 24 hours right in front of you just today, and then every single moment. How can I, this is what I say before each session. Okay, universe, this is your client. You brought them to me. Show me where to go and how can I be the best for them to contribute in the greatest and highest way. And let's do this together. That's putting passion in my work. And then I just let the information come in and I share what's there. That's passionate for me because I'm creating as I'm talking. No task is small. No task is minimal. Every task has an energy and any and every energy is an invitation. Your listing of your sessions or packages or classes or books or 
um, scheduling or emails or client contact and phone calls, all those things, they, they matter. It's not significant, but they matter. You want to have a smile on your face and an energy in your voice. And it's not about lying when you're not feeling it. It's about not letting your feelings take over what you are, have chosen to be or do in the moment. Okay, it's just your mind and your feelings that take over. If you're doing the job you're doing or the work that you're doing, somewhere you love it. Somewhere you love it. And in that moment of finding where you love it, that makes everything available. So stop disrespecting your value by making work valueless and then everything you do with your work is valueless. As soon as you sense it, what's the one degree choice and the one degree shift I can make today to change my perspective from an attitude of oy vey to an attitude of gratitude. Say goodbye to work as hard or tough or stressful or you got to get your adrenaline. You have to have 40 cups of coffee and cigarettes and chocolate and tea or chai or whatever it is and just know the people are specifically waiting for you. The people are specifically waiting for you. The job is your energy and it's like your soul print on the lips of this reality. It is an energy that you are birthing out into the world and that is gonna to contribute to someone or something. Remember that you rise up and value you. That is the work to be and do. It's time for me to say goodbye, my friends. I'm going to go do and be the, the energy that I do and be with the work that I do and be. Bye for now. Thank you so much for being here with me today. I am so grateful for your presence. Even if I can't see you, I know you're out there. I know you're listening. I appreciate that. And if you want to learn more, please visit my website at www.drlisacuni.com. You will find additional information about the Roar Method and any and all of my upcoming events, including private sessions or VIP immersions. I also would really love to hear from you. Let me know what interests you. The best topics come from my clients, from you, from everyday living. If you have a great idea or just an idea in general, email me at getraw at drlisacuni.com and tune in next week for Raw and Real. Now, if no one's told you that they love you today, know this, I do. And go be great.